The following is a hoop ball presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, David Williams, along with the Sammy B. And this is Hoop Ball Grizz. It's that time of the week again. We are here for the weekly preview. The Grizzlies have a three-game week. We all know about the loss last night to the Pelicans. uh, Man, I I hate that. You'll hear it. We got a post-game show coming. You'll hear it before this one. The post-game's going to get posted before this one. But, you know, I sat down and I talked with Mr. Isaac Simpson about the loss last night to the Pelicans. And it still stings, man. I cannot understand for the life of me why in the heck the Grizzlies cannot seem to beat that team. It's impossible for them. They just can't. It's the unicorn, man. They just can't do it. It is the unicorn. So three-game week, the Grizzlies short trip back home, and then they have two games this week at home. The first one is Monday against the Toronto Raptors. Then they play Wednesday against the Charlotte Hornets. Then it's a big road trip. Our long road trip, it's not that big really, but long road trip out to Los Angeles to play the Lakers. Sammy, let's start off with weekly predictions, two games at home against Raptors Hornets, then they travel to Los Angeles against the Lakers. How are they finishing this week? Hmm. Two and one. Two and one. You got them beating the, winning the first two and losing to the Lakers? Bingo. I don't know that it happens like that. Okay, then they're going to lose to Toronto and beat the Hornets and the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's no, fine. No, I'm taking that back. <laughs> I'm my first one. The, the Lakers have played much better on the road than they have at home. Why can't that's we just true. win in Los Angeles? Why, let's just I'm gonna go three and oh. I'm going to go one and two. They're losing the first two games because they're still trying to get out of this funk. They travel to Los Angeles. They beat the Lakers at home. Well, all right. That's cool. That's my prediction. They're losing to the Raptors, losing to the Hornets. Raptors are pretty good when they play. The Raptors and the Hornets have the same record, if you were not aware. I was not aware of that. So let's jump. Actually, we're not going to jump into the game previews yet. Let's go hoop ball headliner, Sam. The hoop ball headliner. You guys know who this is. Mr. DeAnthony Melton, the Swiss Army Knife, Mr. Do Something. Mr. Do Something himself. Yeah, baby. We are going to have a monthly hoop ball headliner. This month it is DeAnthony Melton. Bad news for him. He didn't play that many minutes in last night's game, and you're like, oh, here we go with Melton out of the rotation again. Turns out it was an injury, shoulder strain. Don't know how long he's going to be out. I'm not going to go down that path. You guys know what I think about that. We're not going to get any type of transparency. Hopefully he is back sooner rather than later. Don't know how severe this is. Mm. But Sammy B is coming in with a fun fact on Mr. D'Anthony Mel. We got Swiss Army Knife for the first one. What do we got in week number two of February here, Sam? I was between two of them, and I finally picked it because this one, I was like, this one could wait till next week because I was like, let's do something fun, I guess. And it's his favorite food. Can you take a guess of what it is? Everybody loves these things, too. 
man. Okay, so he's he's giving me a little bit of a hint. He said everybody loves these things. You're gonna say it. I know it. Man it. loves these things. You're killing me, Sam. I should have I should have cheated and tried to look <laughs> up, try to predict what Sam was gonna say. Put me on the spot. Everybody loves these. Man, I tell you, I am a chicken wing guy myself. I love, dude. I can eat wings seven days a week. That's what I'm gonna go with. That's a good guess, but no, that's a very that I love Not chicken wings. wings too. All right. But the thing that's is, is I I love these things too. I actually like a different form of these. They're not. He loves tacos. His favorite food is tacos. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love nachos myself. Not, that nachos are like my if they're fixed right, they're like my favorite food ever. But tacos are good too. And hey, D Mail, I agree. I'm I'm on the I'm on the bandwagon. Taco Tuesday. Let's get it. All right. So let's move into game number one. At home, back at the FedEx Forum with limited amount of fans in the stands. It was great to be back in the forum. Had a great time, even though the Grizzlies did not play well. Christian Wood hurt himself. Really, really hate it for him. Uh, I get you know the good news about that is it was not. It doesn't look like it's severe. It wasn't an Achilles. The way that he was screaming and hollering. Well, that's exactly what I was about because yeah. we were there, and man, I tell you, I uh, it made my hair stand up when he when he fell down. His right leg went straight out when he. You could tell he did something, and then he went straight down on his left hip, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And he started grabbing his foot and his ankle and back of his leg, and he was screaming. I, it, I mean, it, I broke out in a yeah. cold sweat almost. It, it Like, that was scary. You could you could tell that he was in pain. It was awful. And because the forum didn't, you know, I think it was 1,700 fans in there, so that's not that many. It echoed. You know, you, you could hear him screaming. You could hear the pain coming from the floor whenever he hurt that ankle. And it, it looks, you know, ankle sprain, those can be, you know, no telling. You know, anywhere from a week, you know, three to five days or three to six weeks, sometimes longer than that, depending on the location of the sprain. So get well soon on that, even though this is not a Rockets podcast. We don't wish any uh, ill will on any of the other players. Well, I'm a big fan, sure. so get well soon. Three to five days, my fantasy team depends on you, please. All right, let's jump into this Raptors matchup. Sammy B, you got the uh, – what's the career numbers in this matchup? This is the closest I think I've ever seen some numbers almost. All right. 25 to 23 Toronto. Two games. Two games. And get this, their last 10, the Grizzlies are 2-8. and eight, So they had the lead on them. Would that have been a first? I feel you know we've never an, had anybody in front. Be, being an expansion team, you know the Grizzlies got roughed up mm-hmm. for a little while. Um, yeah, that's close. So let's close that gap to one. Get to five hundred. Let's get it. That is the closest that we've been. Oh, so to, go ahead. Hang on. Their last win. Take a guess when their last win was. Last win against Toronto. Hmm. It'll blow your mind. 2017. Ooh, that's the year. It's been five years and a few weeks. It was January 25th, 2017 in Memphis. That was their last win. They won one-on-one to 99. Of course, completely different team then. Five years. 17, 18, 19, 20. 21. Hmm. Nuts, isn't it? Yep. 
Craziness, man. And the last five time years. they played them. It feels like it's been five years since they beat the Pelicans, too, but it hadn't been quite that long. Well, it hadn't been that long, but. Man. <laughs> the Raptors are 10-13, and 13, good for the eighth seed in the East right now. Five and five in their last ten. They, like the Grizzlies, have been battling injuries off and on throughout the season. Not as severe as the Grizzlies, obviously, but, you know, they're missing. OG Ananobi started off this season killing it. Looking really, really good, and he has been out for a while. I don't know when he's going to be back. I don't expect him to be back for this game. Could be, but unlikely. But they said he could be out about a week, and that was exactly last Sunday. So it could be he could be back Monday. Probably not, but he'll probably be back sometime this week. I hope. JV and Allen, Grayson and Allen were back. Grayson really surprised me. You know. He, Grayson has kind of been in a cycle of, you know, he'll struggle a little bit, then he'll catch his stride, get unlucky, miss some time, come back and be rusty and have to catch stride again. But he looked good in the Pelicans game last night. The Wildebeest is back. He done Wildebeest things in the Pelicans game. So that Finally! That's, you know, the, the Raptors have Aaron Baines, which is a pretty good matchup for JV, and we all know about the uh, the dunk on Baines. I've got it here on my wall. Sam and I are looking <laughs> at it right now. Uh, yeah, Ja Morant putting Killed Baines him. on the poster. So hopefully we get a little bit of that. But this is why, you know, I, I said one and two this week, but I think that the Grizzlies can win this game, and this is why. One of the best players or one of the better players on the Raptors is Chris Chris Boucher. Yes. Chris Boucher is undersized, and he does not match up well against JV. JV would muscle him around, dominate him in the paint, and it'd be a bad day for the Raptors. He's probably not going to see that many minutes against the Grizzlies because of JV. And that's a huge plus for the... That's huge, huge plus for the Grizzlies because Boucher is a great shot blocker, very active on the defensive end. He, again, one of their better players is probably not going to – it's crazy that you can say he's one of their better players and then, you know, Nurse is keeping him off the floor against big guys, but it's just how it's been. You know, Joel Embiid, he played, I think, what, nine minutes in that game, Sam? It was something – Yeah, yeah it wasn't you know, much. He just does not match up well against big physical – centers mm-hmm. and that's what jv is so you're going to get minutes probably you know when when the grizzlies have tillman in uh playing the the five you're going to get minutes from boucher but i'm hoping that jenkins is aware that having baines in over boucher is a huge advantage for the grizzlies and he needs to play jv about 47 and a half minutes in this game get it do it that that's what I want to see. I want to see JV in there and Chris Boucher on the bench. I don't know about forty seven and a half minutes. But yeah, that'd I'm, be intense. I, <laughs> I may be exaggerating slightly. He'd be but, crawling past half court by the third quarter. Yeah, he he's got to get some rest in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Raptors, honey, they're five and five in their last ten. This is uh we probably don't have Melton against them. Not gonna have Jaron. Not gonna have Justice. And who knows what else? BC missed the Pelicans game. That's a, a big miss for the Grizzlies. He could have made a difference. He may be back for this one because he was just uh, doubtful then ended up missing it. OG is officially ruled out tomorrow. So 
He will not play tomorrow. OG and Anobi official. Okay. Yep. Sam out. was. I saw him over there digging around. I knew he was working on something over yep. there. De'Anthony Melton, the hoopball headliner. De'Anthony yep. Melton, career versus the Raptors. He has five points, three rebounds, three assists, one block. And Sammy boy, I'm gonna put you on the spot this oh, time. Gosh. Give me a guess at what De'Anthony Melton is averaging steals per game against the Toronto Raptors. 1.7. That is incorrect, sir. Okay. Significantly <laughs> higher. <laughs> really? All right, 4.2. Oh, you just overshot it a little bit. 3.5. Wow. He's averaging three and a half steals a game against the Raptors. Gosh. A lot of that is, okay, so it is inflated because he had one game that he had six steals well, against stupid. them. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and that he hasn't played that many games against them, but that's uh, I, I was going through getting everything <laughs> together, and I'm like, holy – I thought it was a typo. Holy I'm hell. like, what? So I, I went and I checked on like in three different places, and I even pulled up the individual game stats and done the math myself. I'm like, there's no way that's right. But then when you break it down over the amount of games that he's played, it's not. <laughs> it's impressive. Three that's and a half steals a game cool. is, is pretty good. But uh, that one in, one one inflated game makes it look a lot better than what it actually is. But active hands from DeAnthony Melton, we know that. The Swiss Army Knife, Mr. Do Something, out there doing something against the Raptors for sure. Always. He's questionable for tomorrow as well. Is he? Where it's at, yeah. Yeah, I, I, th- I feel like he sets out. The Grizzlies have been overly cautious at times. So we'll see. I think that they will, you know, play it safer on this. I think that he misses at least this game. That'll give him a few days off heading into the home game. They're not traveling. So, you know, they get back to Memphis. They're home in Memphis. He doesn't play this one. So he's got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday to rest up, get the treatments. And then hopefully he's back Wednesday against the Hornets who have some good guards and we need some good guard defenders. Sammy B, what what do you think against the Raptors? What do you think the Grizzlies have to do to win this game? Give me one thing that they have. I, and if you say they have to score more points, I'm going to drop. That's pick exactly you. what I was about to say. I knew too. it. I, I could see exactly it in your face. What I was about to say. You know me too well. <laughs> <laughs> well, ooh, they have to do a bunch. Be honest with you. defense. I like they need we need consistent defense because Kyle Lowry, he's nuts. Fred Van Vliet mm-hmm. just dropped a fifty four bomber. I think that's what it was. It was somewhere in the fifties. Did he go? I thought he went over fifty four. It might have been fifty six. It might have been fifty six. But anyway, you got to guard yeah. that man. Ja, kick him in the kick him in the shin. Dylan, do kick him in the chin or sweet chin music. I don't know. Sam's kind of joking around a little bit about it, but d- defense is going to be extremely important in this game. And I say that because during the seven-game win streak, the Grizzlies' defense was great, among the best in the league. And then in these three losses, it has not been been boo boo poo poo. It's it's not been good. Zion Williamson ate the Grizzlies up last night, and you know, Brandon Ingram had a good game. Kyle Anderson played good defense on Brandon Ingram, but Brandon Ingram is just hard to stop. He, you know, I, I referenced it in the show with Lyle. He's very Kevin Durant ish 
because of his his length. And those guys, their release point is so high, you've got to have a defender that's around the same length of them to guard them. And the problem with that, when you find somebody that is around their size, like height and length, they're generally not as fast as either one of those guys. So, you know, Kyle done a great job last night on him. Even though the box score doesn't really show it because Ingram had a good game and he was very efficient from the field. Tough guy to stop. But the Grizzlies, Sam, that, that's a good point. The Grizzlies are definitely going to have to step up the defensive game against this Raptors team. Van Vliet did score 54. It was, was it 54? 54? Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought, I guess, Seven, I know that. Like 17 for 23. Yeah, he was on fire that he night. He had like 11 threes. Yeah, that, that's a, a Raptors uh, franchise yeah. leading 54 points. Yeah, that's nuts. Was it, was it 50? I guess 52 may have been the lead before then. I thought I'm 50. Not sure. I can't but remember. But anyway, does, he did score matter. 54, so. Yeah. 54 for Van Vliet. Got to play good defense on those guys. We don't know if they're going to have Melton. You got you have good guards in both of these games, man. You you have so you're going to need DeAnthony Melton. You're going to need Dylan Brooks. You're going to need these guys. The wing defenders need them healthy and playing. Man, I hope DeAnthony Melton plays. We'll see. Moving on to game two. Sam and I. Let's see. So you said two and one this week, and you think they're beating the Raptors? I, I think they'll beat Toronto Hornets and lose to the Lakers. That's what I'm going to stick with. Okay. All right, man. I I don't see them getting past Toronto. They they have really, really struggled in the these last you know the, the in, during this losing streak. Yes. Ja Morant. I don't know. I hate to be super critical. I do. You know, th- there's times that you do it. Now is as good a time of, uh, as any. He has not looked like himself. I don't know if it is the ankle. Maybe the ankle is not 100%, so he doesn't have the explosiveness. But, you know, and there's other things. You know, he's not getting foul called. He uh, he got – there was one last night, and Sam didn't get to watch the game. He had other stuff going on. But at the end of the first half last night, Lonzo Ball was coming up behind him trying to block his shot, and he rocked him, and there was no foul called. Like Lonzo came up, and, and Lonzo got he got some of the ball, but he he shot he hit uh, Ja in the head with a pretty good shot, and there was no foul call. And that seems to be the going thing. You know, he's going in, he's drawing contact, and just not getting the whistles. And I don't understand it because if you look at Trey Young wrong, hmm. you're getting a foul called. If you no look kidding. at James Harden wrong, you're getting a foul called. You know, some of these guys are getting these fouls. They're, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. This is broke in the NBA. I was watching last night in the uh, the Dallas game. There was a massive shootout. Steph Curry, Luka Doncic. Almost dueling 50-point games. I think Luke ended with like 44, 47, Gosh. something like that. And and Steph went off for over 50. There was one play in particular. Luca hits a pump fake, gets the guy off of his feet. The defender does everything that he's supposed to do in controlling his body to keep him from going into Luca. As the defender's coming down, Luca leans into the shot, leans forward, and throws the shot at the rim. And they call the foul. 
That's not a basketball move. It's not. not they're the they're slightest. getting they're getting foul calls for that. But that's chicken shit is what it is. <laughs> that's what it's 100% crap. Like when when Trey Young gets somebody behind him when he gets them on their hip, he will he will stop. He'll jam on the brakes and make them run over the top of him. And it's like, that is not a basketball move. The NBA has to fix this. It's ruining the game. You can't even watch a game anymore without seeing bullcrap foul calls. But when a guy pump makes and you get him off of his feet, you're pulling up. Your natural movement is not to lean into the shot. To, it's not. There's times when you're trying to draw contact and times when stuff like that is a foul. But the foul that was called last night when Luka hit that pump fake and then he went way forward into the defender. As the defender was coming down, the defender is coming down toward Luca, but he's not going to hit him. Luca leans in and kind of to the right, veers to the right a little bit and slings the shot up. Not a foul. And there's a lot of that happening, and it's annoying as hell, and I hate to see it. This stuff where, you know, there was one in the Grizzlies-Hawks game. Trey Young's coming across half court. He's advancing the ball. Dylan Brooks is coming up behind him. Trey Young just stops. Boom! Yeah, I know exactly. Right across half court. Dylan Brooks runs into him. Tweet foul. No, it's not a foul because that's not a freaking basketball move. I know the exact play you're talking about. It's not. You, you guys, these referees know the game. They're calling the fouls. The NBA has got to do something about this. It's crap. I love the game. Love basketball. Mm-hmm. These are not basketball moves. Yes, these guys are professionals. They come up with creative ways to draw fouls. They're getting them called. They're wanting to protect these guys. They're the face of the league. They're the money makers. Yada, 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 so on and so forth. Don't give a flip. It's not a basketball move. It shouldn't be called a foul. If you're dribbling down the court and you just slam on the brakes right as soon as you cross half court and the guy coming up behind you runs into you, it's not a foul. You didn't make a basketball move. It's not. Plain and simple. You pump fake and the guy jumps and he jumps straight up and he's not advancing towards you and you jump into him, not a foul. That's not a basketball move. All right. Moving on. Where are we at, Sam? Who are we even talking about? Did we get to the Hornets matchup yet? We have not. We were All talking right. about it, but. Let's get to it. The Charlotte Hornets are 10-13, and 13, same record as the Toronto Raptors. Four and six over the last ten. What is the career numbers? What is what are the career numbers? Okay, the Hornets lead twenty-four to twenty over the Grizz. Well, this week's starting off much better. It's not too bad. You know, we, we had the uh, Rockets and the Spurs last week, and it Woo! was like, those man. Were, yep. those were like, please uh, hit me. In the <laughs> All right, their last ten, four and six. Their last win was this year, January first. 2021. So, Happy New Year to us. And it was at Charlotte, too, so beat them at home. Yeah, just to clarify, the, the, the Hornets are 4-6 and six in their last 10, and also in the head-to-head between the Grizzlies yes, and the Hornets. They are 4-6. and six. It is the same. So we're not giving you the same numbers there, even though it sounded like it. I'm yes. sitting there. I'm like, well, we had we had one like that last week, too, Yeah, believe it or yeah. not. But, yeah, so, the last 10 head-to-head, the last however many years, four, three, two, three years, however long. Yeah. Four to six. The, this is a game here that, that I – the Grizzlies can definitely win this game. They can beat this team. They are a better team than the Charlotte Hornets. The front court where 
we had problems against we being the Grizzlies had problems against the Pelicans. You're not going to have the front court issues against this team. Cody Zeller is not a fraction of the player that Steven Adams is. You know, he's an NBA player. I don't mean to downplay it like he doesn't deserve to be in the league or anything like that, but he's not on the same level. They don't have a guy that's as big and physical as Zion, so you're not going to have those issues. But what the the Hornets do have is something that plays into the Grizzlies' strengths. You, you've got, they have good wings. Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham, LaMelo Ball. The Grizzlies have to D up these wings in order to win this game. LaMelo Ball... Over his last four games, Sam, he is averaging 24, 7, 5, and 1.75 steals. That's what I was just seeing what he's been doing. I was just looking. Should have been the number one pick in the draft. Congratulations to the Charlotte Hornets for winning the lottery there. Yes, 100%. He was the best prospect in this draft. I said it. I never got away from that at all. And it's showing. He is hitting his stride in the league, looking good over the last four games. And uh, that was not including today's matchup. I don't know what he done today against the, the Wizards, but they I know that the Hornets were beating the brakes off of the Wizards the last time I looked at it. They were up like 20-something. So, is a great playmaker. Gordon Hayward can score at will. Terry Rozier can score the ball, shoot it, catch-and-shoot guy. There are a lot of good wings on this team that the Grizzlies are going to have their hands full. He, Go ahead. He did, he did well to play 31 minutes. This is a LaMelo. 31 minutes, had 19 points, one steal, five assists, seven rebounds. Yep. Man, that's that's pretty. So, cruising along, man. Yeah, Hitting that, his stride. That's good. Yep. Look, looking good as a rookie. But, again, I, I, I still will say the Grizzlies are the better team. Hope and pray that De'Anthony Melton is healthy to go in this game because against this team and against these wings, you're definitely going to need him. You got anything else? Oh, yeah, let me give you uh, Melton's career stats against the Hornets. Five points, three rebounds, three assists, and just under a block and a steal per game. Wow. So you look he he was 5-3 and 3 against the Raptors 5-3 and 3 against the Hornets. Game 3, the final game of the week, the Grizzlies travel to the Staples Center against the defending world champion Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, championship of the world. <laughs> the Wash Mark Gasol. <laughs> The Lakers are 18 and 6 on the season, good for the second best record in the NBA. Wow. 7 and 3 in their last 10. They are currently on a four-game win streak. DeAnthony Melton's stats against the Lakers 4-3-4, four, four, one steal, one block. This is what they have to do to win this game. Score more points? Obviously. <laughs> I'm not going to thank you, Captain Obvious. You're welcome. You got a rebound. The the Lakers have got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Mark Gasol, Montrez Harrell. They've got a lot of big bodies. And the Grizzlies are going to have to rebound. I said that against the Pelicans. You know, I talk about rebounding a lot, but it's important. 
The Grizzlies out-rebounded the Pelicans last night, which is a surprise. The Pelicans are a good rebounding team, and they still managed to lose the game. Isaac and I talked about that. If you told me before the game that the Grizzlies out-rebound the Pelicans, I'm telling you that the Grizzlies win that game, and they should have. They definitely should have. Just Eric Bledsoe got hot in the fourth. The Grizzlies made a, a few just kind of questionable plays. Dylan Brooks made some mistakes. John Morant made some mistakes. You know, there, there was stuff that they could have done differently. Didn't work out. Well, a lot of is what it is. A lot of the Pelicans players actually played well. Ingram scored quite a bit. Lonzo mm-hmm. did well what Lonzo does, and he actually shot better than he usually does. Yeah. I mean, everybody in Zion, of course. Zion, but I mean, every, their team did well. I mean, they just... Yeah, they I mean, did it good. was it was a good game that yep. the Pelicans played well, and, and the Grizzlies. There were some awful calls, but I don't ever like that's not ever an excuse. If you if you're playing a game, and you're executing the way that you should, the referees will almost never cost you the game. Almost never. Not saying that there were some definitely like they didn't they missed the what should have been a flagrant on. Long ja way. there yep. at the end of the half, and there was another one. Stephen Adams slung somebody to the floor, hit him with like a hip toss almost. He, d- he does that quite a bit, really. Yeah, no foul. He, he tossed yeah. the dude to the floor, and there and was he, no foul there. He does so, that quite a bit. You know, but th- that's just two. There were more than that. I'm not going to go back into that again. But, you know, the referees should never actually cost you the game if you're doing the things that you should be doing. And there were a lot of things that the Grizzlies were doing wrong. Sammy boy, what is the what is? Do you even want to know this? The all time? Yeah, I don't really. It's gonna be awful. It's I know. bad, man. Lakers lead fifty nine to thirty five. Yeah, I knew it was gonna be rough. Their last ten is three to seven. Grizzlies are three. Lakers are seven. So that's like, bleh. but yeah. the last win was February 29th last year. In Memphis, so I mean that that's a plus. They they seem to win play when they play the Lakers. They seem to win at home. So they're playing at Los Angeles. I know that's why I'm like, yeah. But so check this out. I said the Lakers were much better road team than they were a home team, and I'm gonna pull this up real quick for you because I wanted to. I meant to save it and I didn't. (gasps) Yeah, I know. The Lakers' home record. They're one game over five hundred, six and four. Lakers on the road, twelve and two. Staples Center has not been that much of a home court advantage. It's because they're not year. letting fans in. That's what it is. Oh yeah, I'm sure that makes a massive difference. It, it, it really does. Like, just the the energy that mm-hmm. you can get from the fans. Yeah, I, I know that makes a difference, but it's just crazy to me. You would but think that, that they would. Uh, you would, would play better at home, but because that's their that's their place, and it's just hmm, that's interesting. That's interesting to know. Yep, yep. I've got nothing else on this Lakers matchup, man. Rebound, they got to rebound the ball. We know Anthony Davis, LeBron James. We we know who the Lakers are, what they're about. Hopefully, at some point this season, we get to see a healthy Grizzlies team. The way that this year has been going so far, it sure doesn't feel like we're going to get to see a healthy Grizzlies team this year. 
Jaron said he was so close to coming back, and now they're saying that he may not even be back. Now, this isn't Grizzlies because they don't tell us nothing. Oh, yeah. But this is just speculation. Yeah, it was – and somebody said – I don't even remember who it was. Now, it was P- said, Peter Edmondson. Okay. Well, yeah. he said that he uh, could be back by the second half of the season, right Which after that. It, it's not break that. Quotations. It's not that far away. It's not the month. So, Sam, we're we're done with the mashups for the week. We've talked about the hoop ball headliner. Uh, Isaac Simpson brought this up last night at the end of the show, and I was wore out. So, Isaac, I, I appreciate you bringing this up because I wanted to talk about it on the show, and I hadn't yet. I'm not going to give my input on it, but Isaac and I kind of talked about it last night. What are your thoughts on the the All-Star game? You know, because originally well, there was not going to be an All-Star mm-hmm. game, and now it, everything is pointing to All-Star game. How do you feel about that? What do you think should happen? Well, And go. If they feel like they should do an All-Star game, have at it. I don't have any issue with it at all. Actually, it, it's kind of cool to watch every year last year's was a little more special they did they had the kobe jerseys and stuff but i mean if that's what they want to do have at it and just as long as it's safe with covid and everything yeah shoot why not yeah you know isaac made a good point last night they were talking about allowing the uh the people that are not invited to the all-star game um they're just gonna let them travel kind of wherever whatever they want to do you know they can go wherever and a concern, you know, obviously we're still in the middle of the pandemic. So that has got to play into it. You don't want these guys shaking hands. You don't want them doing jersey swaps. You don't want them doing any of this stuff during the regular season to limit contact. Yet you're going to have these guys come together for an all-star game. Yeah. Good point. It just, it doesn't make sense. LeBron has voiced that he's not interested. Giannis the same way. There's been a number of different guys that have said, hey, you know, we don't really need this this year. You know, it's not – we're not interested. It's not the best thing to do. Is it, you know, it's good for guys that have never been sure. You know, that there's getting the nod, getting on the all-star team, accolade. You know, it's another check mark on their, their career resume congratulations, announce the teams, and just go on about it. Like, I, I don't think that they should play. You guys will hear that post-game show. Isaac and I t- touched on it. And, again, thanks, Isaac, for bringing that up because, you know, that, that's it's a big thing. You know, John Moran is fourth in the voting. Um, looking like, you know, he's not going to be a starter, obviously, but um possibility that he could be on the team. So, you know, may, may have a Grizzly on the all-star team. What? That'd be neat. It would. Yeah. I, th- I think at some point that uh, it will happen. I think that John ja Moran is definitely going to be um, be a crime multi-time All Star. You know, with his career track. Uh, man, that I just butchered that word. English is hard. It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's he's gonna be a multi-time All Star. Um, I got nothing else for today, Sam. You got anything else? Mm-mm. Nope. That's that. I think we pretty much covered everything. All right. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Good luck to the two teams playing in it, except for the Chiefs. Don't wish them good luck. I was about to say, let's go Bucks. Let's get it. That's my team. You I know it. I don't have a team, but I like Tom Brady, so. It was my team before Brady got there. He lied to you. He hadn't, he hadn't liked him for like 50 years or anything. As I'm sitting here wearing my uh, oh, you are yeah my my 
fifteen-year-old really holy Tampa Bay <laughs> he Buccaneers <really> is. <laughs> t-shirt I didn't see on that. Super Bowl Sunday. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for tuning in. You can get the show on Twitter at HoopBallGrizz. You can find me at DWill2111. Sam is? It is SamEB1118. That is a capital S, lowercase a, M-M-Y, capital B, 1118. Thanks for listening. Until next time, go Grizz. Go Grizz. And the Wildebeest is back. Jaeger! This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.